0: Hey guys. Hope all is well. It's been a while that I've been recording an English podcast and um, can't wait to start back again with recording a lot of valuable uh, content-rich podcasts for you. Uh, And we're going to start off with a podcast that I recorded with my good friend Dean Jackson. Every year we do a, uh, we call it an annual event here in Amsterdam on July 4th, 5th and 6th every year. This was our third year, and we recorded a what we call a periodic podcast, which means every year we will do one podcast, and we will keep doing that for the next 22 years, or I must say 21 years, because we're going to do the event for 25 years in a row. And um, I want to share this podcast with you. It's uh, over an hour. It's a lot of great content with the marketing Buddha himself, Mr. Dean Jackson. So I hope you enjoy it, and. Um, let me know what you think about it, what you think of it, I must say, and um, enjoy. Take care. Bye-bye. So, what's the name of this podcast? This is The uh, the Periodic Podcast. How's that? That's a, a great title. The, the Periodic Podcast. It's a really compelling title. Yes. <laughs> So what's up, man? How's life? How's things? Well, How's I am.
1: Uh, it's my third trip to Amsterdam now. Yep, third one.
0: Third. And we finally time. got around to doing putting a podcast together. Yeah. Amazing. That's something. Yeah. I. I uh, we never recorded a podcast together. Like, I, well, it's, the, we did I of Marketing to me that we haven't. Yeah, we did Isle of Marketing, but it was like right. four years ago. Yeah. So. And we didn't know each other. Yeah. then, I think no.
1: We didn't. That's how we met. Was yep. doing the uh, the podcast. Yeah, and then or was that you came to London first?
0: I, I think I think that's where we met at the, at the mm-hmm. podcast. Okay, and then I came to London. I think yes.
1: And now I've been here three times, three yeah. years. It's good to Amsterdam. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, this is. I uh,
0: thank you for uh, organizing the weather. Yeah, well, that's that's what I always do. Y- yeah, every year when you come over, it's yeah. like I just get it done. Yeah, but so also this... a little bit of self indulging because uh tomorrow's my birthday i see i say uh, periodic
1: podcast because this is year three of 25 yeah of our Ilko birthday week celebration extravaganza exactly that we've put into place three years ago yeah yeah always your birthday july 3rd yep and our event will always be july 4th 5th and 6th no matter what days of the week that nope. is even if it's christmas <laughs> no, <if> it's Christmas. <laughs> oh man! Now wait a second. Now that'll never happen. That's good. You think, but it'll, it could be on a Sunday. That's true. It could be. It could start on a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Is what it could be. Yep. It could whatever it's going to be. It's it going to does be doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: Could be Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday.
1: That's <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. That's right. Whatever the fourth, fifth, and sixth. <laughs> exactly. Is. Yeah, man. So, um, what are we gonna do?
1: Well, what have you been working on? I'm excited to uh yeah. catch up. I think yeah. that's what we can You know, it's funny. I've been um so I've gone to Australia 5 times. This is my 5th year in a row going to Sydney and so James Schramko is in uh, Australia and we do a behind the scenes podcast and we have recorded uh you know 3 of 25 episodes of that uh, podcast That's it's always good. good to kind of recalibrate yep. think about what's happened over the year yep.
0: and kind of we get a, a best of
1: uh greatest hits yeah kind of what we've been working on
0: it's so great like that you have this business model and this lifestyle where you go over the world like australia yeah. and like europe and, yeah. and just help people and yeah it's such an amazing model I really love
1: that life. Like the whole, you know, now I've been, so the event that we do is a three-day event, and it's um, six years I've been doing it now. The last month was mm. six years. Mm. It all came from a conversation with Dan Sullivan, who started Strategic Coach in Toronto, and he said we were having a conversation, and he was talking about unique ability, the thing that is... Uh, you know, what your unique um, thing is. The thing that really, the way he was articulating it then, it was the first time I'd heard him say that, was the thing that would keep you motivated and fascinated for the next 25 years. Mm. And immediately I thought, you know what I really love is I really love applying the eight profit activators to... All kinds of different businesses. And I like doing it in a small group, one conversation where you can see the whites of everybody's eyes and uh, in an intimate kind of uh, setting. And I just never get tired of that because it's never the same twice. It's like, you know, it's like loosely, it's like playing golf in Mm -hmm. a way. Like Mm -hmm. golf, there's rules and there's 18 holes. But even if you play the same golf course every day, you never have the same game twice. And so it's that same way. So I set up this routine, this rhythm of doing, I do nine of these events a year. I do uh, mostly in Florida, in Orlando. And then um, this year I did uh, one in San Diego with JJ Virgin and then Toronto, London, Amsterdam, and Sydney. Yeah. And those are like the staples of the um of the schedule. Yeah. 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 And it just is such a nice um you know kind of checking in throughout the year. I like having those kind of stable things. Yeah. I thought about like I'm really attracted to things that have longevity. Yeah. And I think one of those things that has a Really undervalued business purpose is, and life purpose is having that constancy. Totally, totally. You know, there's a show in the states. I don't know whether it goes all over the world, but it's called Sixty Minutes. Do you get Sixty Minutes? In, I saw,
0: I saw it online, but it's not on. It's not not on TV. in no. not
1: in Europe. Okay, um, so it's a n- longest running show,
0: news show on television in the United States. Fifty years this yeah. year, but it's not Sixty Minutes. But it is 60 minutes. It's not 60 minutes, right? What do you mean? I thought it was like 15 minutes. No, no, it's 60 minutes. The oh, show is oh. 60 minutes long. It's a new show, right? No, 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 ah, no. It's okay. not a new show. Ah, it's okay. been a,
1: It's been on the air for 50 years. No, I mean a news show. Oh, news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But what they do is the same format for all those years. Every Sunday night at 7 o'clock, the show comes on. It always starts out with this ticking clock. So yeah. it's like tick, tick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they've anchored in the minds of everybody. I, I look at it as almost like the official transition from the weekend to getting ready for the week yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And the format that they have is that they um, have three stories per show. And they're about 20 minutes, you know, 15 minutes that's each why segment. I, that's what I thought. Like, right.
0: Because I saw some 15-minute segments. I was yes. Like, yeah. Okay. So that's that's right. Yeah.
1: So it's three 15-minute yeah. segments with the little segues in between and yeah. stuff. But they basically pick the most fascinating things that are going on in the news and take a deeper look at them and profile people and things like that. And so that kind of like format has not gotten old or not gotten stale in in 50 years because it's predicated around sharing the most fascinating things that are going on in the week, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I look at that my the eight profit activators are universally present. They're, they're a context that's going to be, it was valid 30 years ago. It's going to be valid 30 years from now, but what changes is all the opportunities yeah. that we have to um, to apply them. Yeah. You know, and so it's it's cool just to
0: see how they fit for all these different businesses. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of the of Tony Robbins with with his UPW and date with destiny. Yes, because it's I mean that's almost thirty years. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, and I think he did like a hundred or two hundred UPWs yeah. and like a hundred date with destinies. Yeah and the thing is with those events is like it's the same structure every yes. time yes. but it's different people yeah. and the interventions are always different yes. because it's a different person that you're communicating with and um i went to date with destiny twice mm-hmm. and for me it feels like it's like you're in a cinema with like 2000 people mm-hmm. and everybody's watching a movie uh, but nobody knows how it's going to end how it's going right. to end and um and that's really cool so um yeah man it's it's, it's a great business model it's fun So I literally got off the phone with Dan, we had that conversation, yeah,
1: and immediately called the hotel in Florida at Celebration, yeah, booked the boardroom, and then sent out an email and invited my first uh, the first group, so cool, and had it look six weeks later the first one, and then been doing them ever since, yeah, so cool. So I love that that kind of like so I encourage people. I've had so many people that that's become. A model for them that yeah. they're. I mean, we've had people do. In most cases, if you've got a list, if you've got people who are, um, you know, in your business that like you, and there's a way that you could add value in a small group with a high price point uh, for something. There's a group of people that would love to do that, and people just they don't realize that how much people value
0: um, personal attention and, and uh, an intimate environment like that. That's the whole thing. I mean yeah. we're sitting here because I went to your small event yes. in London. Yeah. And otherwise we would never like maybe at another event we would yeah. connect or whatever, but sitting three days in a room yes with somebody that you, you know, have respect for look up to or admire or whatever. Yeah. It's it, it has so much value. Yeah. And the same thing now with a good friend of mine, Dolly um i did a three-day event in miami last year mm. and she signed up for it and there were eight people from holland who came to miami and i um, love that yeah it's i love
1: that you're going international yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
0: with dutch people yeah
1: <laughs> um, That's why what, this heads up why can't we get some people from miami to come
0: to exactly to holland yeah yeah come but um but we became best friends and now we we have a podcast so things happen during those three-day events with like eight, yes. twelve, or eighty, sixteen people. Yes, and it's just uh, it's just something special, and and it beats bigger events or yes. even one-on-one because you know it's it's just yeah you're just connecting with a mm-hmm. with, with a small group and it's um, it's great. Plus the price point makes it interesting because it's not necessarily like who's in the room, but also who's not in the room. Right, and um, so it's 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 a great model in so many ways. Yes, yeah. And, um, so what do you do when 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 there's like two signups, or did you never have that problem? No, I've never had that, which okay. is great. Yeah, yeah. which. Um, but we, you know, we've had through,
1: um. Occasionally, like I think there's been a couple of times where we've had eight people hmm. that, but we started out with maybe ten, and somebody had. <laughs> to drop out. Yeah, or
0: yeah, yeah. Cancel or
1: whatever. <clears throat> something like that. But I'm really like of the mind that it's gonna be like a great event for those eight people. It. It's That's like it. whatever it's it, uh it. whatever it is. Yeah. It is. And you know, the thing is now going around um that I find that a lot of times it's people coming back again and again. Yeah. Like we just did an event in London, half the people there were people who'd been to another event. One guy's been to every one of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. tomorrow as well. Like half of the yeah, people exactly. came I,
0: from last year.
1: Yes, exactly. And
0: the first time we did it in Amsterdam, we had, I think, seven or eight people. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the last year, we had 17 people sold out within nine months in advance. Yes. I just put so a Facebook post and boom, within yeah. 48 hours, we had 17 people sign up. Yeah. On. That's great. Yeah. I love it,
1: and it's always so, it's going to be exciting to see and catch up and hear what the uh, what the success stories are. Yeah. We had uh, do you, oh no, you weren't at uh, you weren't in London when so we have this this lady Alinka, who was she helps authors um, you know write books, and so we came up with an idea for her like she likes to work with entrepreneurs. Mm. That was that or she doesn't like to she wanted to she thought she would like to work with entrepreneurs yeah. leaders and so we came up with an idea for her that involved a specific you know niche in the business uh, market and we came up with a whole plan for her to reach out to those people and do a compilation book where they were uh, part of a um, you know she was doing a chapter um, from them and then from that was able to invite the people who were doing the chapter book to do a full book with her like yep. wow you really you got a great story have you thought about writing a book mm. and so she's got I forget how many now but 10 um books that are um under process you know and she's charging people it's thirty thousand dollars to do a a book with her, but she's got, we set it up so that the way it goes now is she's got an annuity because that specific niche that we chose is constantly Mm -hmm. renewing. So Mm -hmm. she can go uh, back to a new crop this year. And she's already raised her goal now to do 20 books. And all she really has to do, because we figured out the algorithm, Mm -hmm. all she has to do is send twice as many um on the front yep. end yep. you know and it'll be a, a sure thing yeah which is great yeah yeah that's cool i'd love to
0: hear those kind of um stories yeah. You know. yeah mm-hmm. and you've been in the game for a long time yes so you have a lot of stories yes yeah that so is fun. true yeah so yeah. you started selling in 1999 or 96 what was it no, i started as a real estate agent in 1988 but i mean online oh
1: online yeah. started in well whenever uh, ninety eight was when things were starting to really get interesting yeah. like you everybody was sort of coming online um, where you it was sort of a bigger consumer market yeah. now and I wrote a book with a marriage counselor hmm. uh, called Stop Your Divorce and that was just like the perfect timing, that it was just starting where you could do, uh, there were, you know, bulletin boards and doing classified ads and things online. But it was right at the time when search engines were starting to become really viable. And then there was a a search engine called GoTo Hmm. that was the first pay-per-click search engine Hmm. where you could bid for keywords and that model was really revolutionary because that way you could bid for placement you didn't have to do all the uh all the seo or anything like yeah, that yeah, yeah. and you know figure it all out it was just a clean you know marketplace yeah. for it so you bid and then if somebody if you're the top bidder for that word you get to be the uh top thing so i did that and uh the book was called stop your divorce and we was I was able to bid on all the words divorce, all these things we're getting them for you know ten cents wow. per click. Yeah. We we're selling a book for seventy nine dollars yeah. um which now you know we've sold over five million dollars worth of of one book yeah, crazy. um all that time you know yeah. it's it's kind of crazy still still going today yeah it's ebook uh, or book uh, it's uh, both ebook and a physical okay, book yeah. but we it's a ebook for seventy-nine dollars. We'll send you the physical one for ninety-nine dollars. Okay. Um, so twenty percent people choose the physical okay. just for data, yeah. it's for interest sake. Yeah, yeah. It's about twenty percent will pay
0: the yeah. twenty dollars extra for the uh for the print. It's so great, man. Mm-hmm. Like having selling something for almost twenty years, the same product.
1: Yeah. I mean, and that you know, then it's every everything's been, you know, we learned from that is that then I was I showed uh, my friend Eben Pagan, that model of selling the ebooks, and really encouraged him and helped him to get the, you know, his first uh, book was called Double Your Dating. Yeah. And so, you know, we got that online, and then he went and built a, a big empire around that. Same with uh, Marie Forleo. I helped her with her first uh, book. Her first book was called Make Every Man Want You. Hmm. And it was a book of you know how to make yourself so amazing you won't you hardly uh, hardly keep from dating yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and that was her kind of entry into the um, online marketing world. Yeah, and so it's fun to see you know how because I really in the beginning there were not many books that were aside from how to make money selling ebooks. Like I really had a book that was doing something. Um, you know, good in the world kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, And then all of this online, I mean, I had been primarily involved in, in the real estate business, helping realtors um, grow their business. Yeah. And so we got a real good foundation in that offline. And then as everything transitioned to online, we were really able to kind of lead the way and be uh, help realtors get online. And it's amazing how, it's a good metaphor really for any, for so many businesses when you see what's happening right now. Like I look at, I just started a new podcast for the realtors called Listing Agent Lifestyle. And I was looking back this year, 2018 is 30 years that I've been in real estate Mm. uh, now, right? And I was looking back and thinking about all the things that have changed over those thirty years. You're like when I, I so I got my real estate license, I was twenty two years old. Mm. I just turned fifty two mm. now, so twenty two years old. And state of the art technology was the fax machine that mm. we had just gotten in the office, and it was one of those thermal paper fax machines. So when the you know big roll of paper, so when the faxes would come, they would just continue to roll, and then they would you know, it would cut it and it would fall down and you had to go and get the paper and then photocopy it real quick before all the ink faded. You know, so it was like a race to do that. And then the plain paper fax came and that just changed the game, you know. So I was looking at that and I was thinking about all the things that um, technology has changed about real estate. Like back then, if you were buying a home the only way that you could get information was by talking to a real estate agent because they had all a monopoly on the information right we had a the multiple listing system and they had this catalogs that were printed every 2 weeks with all of the properties and it was like this sacred book that everybody you know that was the bible as yeah. far as the real estate information was and now you fast forward 30 years and every piece of information about every property, the minute it comes on the market, even before it comes on the market, is available. Yeah. You find out how much it's sold for. every there's no shortage of information that's available, right? Yeah. Now, what is really interesting is I started looking for parallels. like what kind of things have also undergone change over 30 years? And I was thinking about how golf like golf has really changed over 30 years because of technology. Like back in 1990, the leading driving distance on the PGA Tour, like how far they hit the ball, was uh, 289 yards, okay? And that was like a long way. 30 years later and the longest Uh, drive is 337 now so it's like uh, you know the driving distance has improved because of technology with the golf ball and technology with the drivers themselves right aerodynamics and using uh, digital imaging and all the stuff to get the most efficient transfer of power right but here's the thing what I looked at also is that the fundamental thing that golf is about, which is scoring, has changed by less than one quarter of one stroke Mm. in that same period. Mm. So we're driving the ball so much further, and yet the scores have only come down less than a quarter of one shot, Mm. right? And the same thing with real estate, that all this technology, we're able to expose properties to millions of people, billions, everybody on the internet, right? But the things that matter, the days on the market and the percentage of asking price that people get, the money, have not changed. No. Yeah, there's you know, fundamentally the same. And yeah. I, I think that part of that realization is to understand that there are some things that you can't digitize. Mm. You know, like you can't digitize the last hundred feet of a real estate transaction. No, no. Because it's always, you know, it's a negotiation yeah. between two at least completely irrational people yeah. who are negotiating the market value of the only property like this one in the world right now. Yeah, You know, it's weird, yeah. but that's the truth, yeah. right? And yeah. all that technology can't help your golf game if you can't putt and, you know, do the strategic, the things that require skill. Yeah skill is always going to win and i think there's a lesson in that is to figure out what's the what's the thing that is going to be disrupted or em- embraced you know where is technology going to aid this but where's the thing in your business that technology is not going to help
0: yeah yeah
1: where's the thing that that is the requires the actual skill yeah
0: you know I think for business, and I mean the business that we own, it's like really creating a, an amazing offer. Yeah, that's that's one thing that mm-hmm. like technology could never replace. That yes, and um,
1: and that's when you really look at it that online the internet stuff is really just a. Um, it's a tool. It's just a delivery device. Yeah, you know, I mean, back when that's why I say these all the the eight to profit activators worked. 30 years ago, it's yeah. just that the distribution methods that we had, like to get a message in front of somebody, if you wanted to communicate, it was really either in a magazine or newspaper, in direct mail, or on TV or radio. Yeah. That was it. Billboards, that was, I mean, you know, print, physical media was the only way that you had
0: to communicate to yeah. people. I heard you say um, a couple of times a lot of people ask what's going to change. Yeah. But hardly anybody asks what's not going to change. That's exactly right. And if that's the core of your focus mm-hmm. on what's not going to change. You don't really need to worry, I think. I think you're absolutely
1: right. Yeah, yeah that, that's the thing. that I think this whole... I've been having these great conversations with Dan. Um, I don't know if you've heard this. I do a podcast with Dan called The Joy of Procrastination. And so we've been talking about this... I'm, I'm calling it this migration of society from the mainland to cloudlandia that we're definitely we are all the way in the cloud right now that is our primary world right now i mean you look at the standard posture of our society is this looking at our
0: phone and you know that's really pretty amazing yeah (laughs) How how do you keep your focus? Like because it's so easy to be distracted and yeah. like Instagram and emails and sales and yeah. email and like everything. Yeah,
1: who says I do?
0: That yeah. Well, that's well, that's one thing. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. How, well, if you focus, on, yeah, I mean, yeah, how yeah. do you like? How? No, do you... I
1: get it. Yeah, I think that having that healthy awareness yeah. of it. Yeah, like I think that it was what was a real catalyst moment for me was I had a friend who we were coming over. To my house, he was gonna we were gonna watch a, a documentary. And uh, this guy Dick, he's sixty-nine years or yeah, sixty-nine years old now. Wow, it doesn't seem possible. Hmm. Sixty-nine years old. And uh, he came over and we got all settled and we're about to watch the uh, the movie, and he realized he was looking, you know, doing the old in his pockets, like looking for his phone, mm-hmm. and he realized he hadn't brought his phone or he didn't have his phone with him. Yeah. And this was like this moment of panic yeah. almost in a way, right? Like yeah. he was all set to like go home to get his phone. Yeah. Because we were going to watch this movie which was 2 hours, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's like imagine he, I mean, he only lives like, you know, 6 minutes away by yeah. car, but I mean still that you're going to take, you know, 12 minutes to run back get yeah. your phone to come back to yeah. make it through a 2 hour movie. Or a three-hour evening without your your oxygen tank is what I call it now, right? And he is sixty-nine. He's sixty-nine, and it's like that. That's only happened in the last ten or twelve years. I mean, I remember sitting with him at the cafe when he was going through this whole process of, you know, of choosing to get on board with the iPhone. Hmm. You know, because he had a flip, just a regular phone. You know, old school guy run a ran a whole mortgage company you know they were all i mean back in the day and stuff paper files and and everything you know but yeah. really you see it now and i'm just seeing all this evidence that we are completely a- immersed in this like i was uh i look at the all the ways that this remote control here our iPhone makes our life easier Mm -hmm. in that you know uh, all from everything to do how I got over here today it's like I don't have to leave the cloud no I can stay right here on my phone I can say here I am and within five minutes I can have a car anywhere in the world at my feet to take me wherever I want to go I get in I mean, he let me out literally right outside the door. Yep. Three paces, I knock on the door and yeah. here we are. Yeah. I didn't have to You know, pay. You know. I mean, there's no friction, right? No. It's like everything is so wired to keep us in the cloud. Mm. And I think there's a real like, um, I think there's some real business opportunities in that on the mainland that are going to become from this, you know? What are you thinking? So, I mean, I was just thinking like, I've started to kind of pay attention and look at, well, what things can only be done on the mainland, right? Like most of us, our heads are completely in Cloudlandia mm-hmm. until we need to like get a sandwich yeah. or poop, you know? Or yeah. th- that's really where rest of the time is completely in- engulfed in there. And I think that it used to be, in physical goods or in anything, you know, you couldn't, they were trying to solve what they called the last mile problem, mm-hmm. right? And now we've solved the last mile problem. We've got, you could basically anywhere in the world have any product made, delivered to your doorstep at the latest tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that I think is really getting to a point where now the big opportunities are going to be in the last hundred feet is somebody meeting people at the door and taking it the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Like I think having these these transition, these tech and app enablers yeah. that make it an enhanced experience. Like, you know, like... Um, shoving the food in your mouth. Well, not necessarily shoving the food in your mouth, but preparing the food. I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know, that you see these things now, like there are companies that are becoming very popular in the States. I don't know whether they've made it over here, but they will send like prepared meals, like not prepared, portioned meals mm. that are cooked ready, yeah. that you, you just cook them and Yeah, yeah, yeah. hello fresh. Hello fresh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that's exactly what I was thinking. So, but I think that there are, there's going to be an opportunity for hello fresh Assistants, hello, mm. fresh facilitators yeah. that are going to really—they can take the food from there, from the doorstep, and come and cook it in your house. Cook it in your house yeah. and prepare it for you, yeah. so that you don't have to think. Now, all these things, I keep—I pay attention and I just—I read a lot and I—I I kind of um, scan everything, right? And there was an article in the New York Times. Uh, called the tyranny of convenience, and I loved. Oh, you I mean, send it to me. I did because yeah. it was so well written, mm. and it was so well written that that you see what's happening yeah. now, right? I mean, convenience they in their estimation is the most underrated power in our world, yeah. right? That yeah. that's the thing that drives everything, yeah. convenience, and so when you look at it, it's like. You see, everything is going in that direction. I mean, it's not now our choices and our ability—the friction to get whatever we want. Now that we can basically watch any TV or video content that we want, whenever we want, on whatever screen we want. It was so funny in the article because it said, "It almost seems, it almost seems silly." and a little bit undignified to have to be in front of the TV at a particular time for a show to come on, right? It seems a little undignified. And that's really like so funny. And the days of like opting out of it are almost over. I mean, it's very, like they're saying to to not be on a smartphone, to not be a a card-carrying citizen of Cloudlandia requires some really extra yeah. measures. Yeah. I mean, you—it re- almost seems a little bit eccentric yeah. to not be part of this. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so you start to see that that that's going to be the big divide. I think is the is the things that are mainland and the things that are Cloudlandia. Yeah, you know. And having—I'm not sure what the answers are, but just i think that awareness and seeing it there's opportunities yeah. there you know like all these uber drivers in some way are mainland jobs yeah. that are cloud enabled yeah. you know they're yeah. getting dispatched from cloud land yeah it's almost yeah. like if you imagine all these things with the wires like connected to these um uh to their cars coming down from the cloud it's yeah. all everything in the cloud is it's a multiplier, yeah. you know. We, we, it's everything is ultimate convenience yeah, there. Yeah, 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 man. So many opportunities. It's exciting.
0: Yeah, it's totally exciting.
1: What kinds of things do you guys use? Like, what if you say, like, I realize how many things are, um, you know, completely um, handled by my my phone now. You know, and, yeah.
0: Um, I think it's sort of the same. Let me check. I mean, Uber, obviously. Yeah. Um, the social media channels, like Instagram, for uh-huh. everything. Um, oh, um, Apple watch.
1: Do you so, use your Apple watch? Yeah. I, just, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I use it for my Fitbit. sleep. bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Fitbit is dead Ooh. right now. See how I'm not getting credit for all these steps. I, yeah. Well, you, Do you have a
0: Fitbit. But you uh you came by Uber, so it was like three steps. Yeah. Yeah. Well
1: Well, you don't know what I did before I got here.
0: That's well, I I, I think I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, just the the usual. And um Oh what we have here is but I I think it's in the States as well. Um uh, do you have Foodora? Uh what is it? So they deliver food on the bike? Oh wow breeds. Okay, interesting. Over here, they they they. they Fudora, uh, yeah, is what it's called. Okay. Or yeah, Deliveroo or Fudora, okay. and they tr- they like if you order something. So there's an app with all the restaurants. It's like Uber Eats. Yes. Yeah, Uber Eats does it by. I love it. By bike as well, right? Yeah. Ah, okay. So nothing. New. So it's it's sort of the well, same. Uber
1: Eats. So this is there's there's all kinds of those, and that's a fascinating story because here's an opportunity. Yeah. Alone, there um, there is something that showed up on my radar last year called Ghost Restaurants. And have you heard that term? I think I heard you about it. Maybe I told you yeah. about it because it was it's fascinating to me. There's a venture-funded group in New York and Chicago. And they have started, the headline that I read was nine restaurants, one kitchen, no dining room. Mm. And what happened is that this group Started nine different restaurant brands. I get it. I get it. Yeah.
0: That they operate
1: out of one kitchen. So smart. With no dining room. They only exist on Grubhub and Seamless, which are the two big food delivery services. So cut out all the. They're only in Cloudlandia. I mean, that's. They're opening up like. It makes me want to
0: open restaurants. Exactly.
1: That's the thing. And if you do it
0: like specific products, like hot dogs or yes. uh, it's just not like broad but super speci- specific yes. yes that's great yes that's and
1: a- that's what they did yeah is they got it just like that so imagine if you're a chicken wing store and yeah. you've got a hundred different kinds of chicken wings yeah. that you could yeah. have because all it is is the same base chicken
0: yeah. wing yeah. Yeah. with
1: yeah. different spices yeah. and, and rubs or whatever right
0: i thought about that yeah like a couple of times yeah that's such a great idea
1: it really is so now they can start a new brand for twenty five thousand dollars instead of two and a half million dollars or two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to you don't even bare even,
0: bones. You don't even need the bikes or the no. because it's all because the yeah. the delivery service yeah. Yeah. is each, gonna yeah. yeah.
1: So they that's it. They took Man. out all these things, right? Such it's a great just idea. so where where this all fits, like I really am excited about the way that it's like these micro compartmentalizations that we can all cooperate and provide something you can tap into yeah, yeah. like anybody could start a restaurant yeah, like that yeah and have the same footing yeah. on any of the um, so great things you know so great and it's so many efficiencies in that because yeah. the kitchens don't have to be attached to dining rooms in high rent locations with good traffic yeah they can be in the middle of the city yeah. in a lower uh lower floor uh, a yeah. basement commissary kitchen yeah. which this one happens to be yeah and you know you get that they just make all the food in one place and then stage it with the packaging from that brand yeah. whatever the brand is and then the Delivery guys come and pick it up. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah. It's just so great. Yeah. So I look at those things as opportunities for how we can put things together where you can literally like creativity is at a premium yeah. right now. Yeah. And it's gonna be rewarded more than any other thing True. in the future. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the ability to execute on creativity. Yeah. It's execution that's becoming a commodity true, now. True,
0: true. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's super interesting. Yeah, because it's always been, like
1: I don't know how it feels here, but where people would always have this argument about ideas versus execution. Mm-hmm. And we'd almost fetishize the value of execution yeah. and hustling and grinding and mm-hmm. you know getting it done. Yeah, But that only goes so far. Yeah. And I would say to people, you know, if you look at it, that an idea, that's what they'll say, an idea that's not executed is worthless. Well, that's true. I'll give you that. But let's take that we are executing the idea and you can execute it flawlessly. We'll go all the way. You can flawlessly execute something. Well, the only thing that can improve flawless execution is executing a better idea. Mm -hmm. And that's really shows the the Trump value yeah. of... It's funny now you say Trump, the, the Trump card as a yeah. bridge thing, but the uh, the top value of, of
0: ideas, you yeah. know, yeah. that ideas win. Yeah, 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 it's we, we, especially in these times, it's so easy for us to just do a lot of things like, for example, with Instagram. Um you can place like, so you get the normal posts yeah, and you get the stories. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and a lot of us, we post stories all day long. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm here, I'm here, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And, yep. oh. and um, so in a year, we could post maybe like a thousand stories or maybe even more. And um, for us to create so much micro content, it sounds good. It gives you this immediate endorphin rush you know you do something you get a like or a comment or whatever and um but to really sit down and and work for 100 or 200 hours on one project on the best idea that you have it could you know make such a big impact if you really focus on something that's amazing Mm -hmm. and that's like the best idea that as you say is being flawlessly executed Mm -hmm. and um and that can win from thousand or five thousand or ten thousand stories on your instagram page mm-hmm. and um putting it just
1: a little bit extra
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah you're absolutely right I but mean, the, t-
0: the the tough thing or the, the, the challenge is um you know shut down all the distractions and focus on one thing and make something amazing yeah and that's a challenge like really make a masterpiece and mm. that's what i try to teach my the people who follow my courses and my mm-hmm. trainings is like make your marketing your masterpiece mm-hmm you know, really sit down and make a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Everybody's looking like, "Oh, how do I like whatever? What software do we use, or what's the next big thing?" But mm-hmm. like, really sit down and make a masterpiece. And a masterpiece, like twenty years ago, you wrote a sales page, sales letter for stop your divorce. Yeah, that was a masterpiece. Right. I mean, it took you probably a couple of weeks or whatever to yeah. create the to create the offer, mm-hmm. and still today you're making sales. Yes. And if you would not be as focused in those times and do whatever like you wouldn't win so right. um and it, that's also super underrated like mm-hmm. the power of attention and power of focus mm-hmm. the power to create one amazing thing mm-hmm. that can run for years and
1: uh, yeah there's something to that i mean that's something that this is where we are have you, have you read Deep Work yeah. by Cal Newport? Yeah. yeah, so you're you're looking at this thing, and I think that he's absolutely spot on that we're in a world that both values things that require deep work, yeah. that require long-term yeah. consistent effort and your best work, yeah. and we're equally in a society that fights against that at every turn, Yeah. that almost makes that impossible. Yeah. And that's really where, you know, Cloudlandia is against that. Mm. Cloudlandia totally. is not for focusing. No, All that happens in the mainland. Yeah. And it's really now, like I look at what's happened in the last 20 years just from being from online. And I likened it to, you know, if we say that we're like, it's almost like the regular society is like, uh, Atlantis now it's like the lost city of Atlantis is completely underwater, and we were going along on the mainland in 1997 1998, where this wave started like lapping up on our feet. Right? All these, um, America Online used to send out discs to everybody, all like they were blanketing the country with them, trying to get people online, you know, and so we all got online and then it's starting like it it started out as a slight distraction from our real world orientation. We were, we were mainland focused and this internet was a distraction from that. And now 20 years later, you know, you you track it all the way up that as things became, (laughs) easier to access online like you see music and you see movies and a youtube and now everything that goes all that stuff that goes with it it's and social media when the smartphone came when the iphone came that immediately put the water over our heads and we are completely like you know, submersed now. And that's why I call, you know, our iPhone is like, we can't kind of go down to the mainland without your oxygen tank. Yeah, yeah. You know, it almost feels, it almost feels, um, what's the right word? It almost feels um, irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you would, as a parent, yeah. you might be thinking it would be irresponsible for me to go out without my phone. Yeah. You wouldn't dream of it. You got two. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, one just for, uh, family and, and stuff like that, but it would be weird yeah. and you'd feel strangely naked mm-hmm. to not have the phone.
0: Yeah.
1: It's weird to ride that line of balancing it for what's valuable. Yeah. And also then guarding against what what is uh done. Yeah. How's your your uh Experiments going because I know you you really embraced
0: some measures to keep yourself in yeah. the, in mainland. What for me the best way for me to stay calm and keep focused and uh, also uh, stay present with with uh, with people around me yeah. is like this. Well, people can see it, but I have my iPhone here, yeah, and I got my dumb phone, dumb my phone. Uh, my I smart, my Nokia, yeah, and in the iPhone it has I can't call with this thing. So it has no SIM card. Oh, okay. So it's just for um, podcasting, yes. for recording podcasts, yes. for making notes, pictures, videos, everything. And um, so when I go outside, mm-hmm. I have no internet connection, which okay. for me is not oh, a so problem. So you don't have data. No, uh, plan, no, right, no, nothing. So and so when I go outside, I'm um, so you have to be in Wi Fi. Yeah, yeah. And this so now we're at the office, my okay. office. Yeah, but um this Wi-Fi from my phone doesn't work at my house. So I can't uh, access the uh, Wi-Fi at the house. That's a good idea. Yeah. So at my house, when I want to be online, I go on my MacBook. Yes. And it's different, you know. Like, you know, a phone, it's something you grab anytime. You know, when I'm sitting with my wife or my children, you you can be on your phone and you shouldn't even be embarrassed. Right. You know, it's just normal. But if you're sitting next to your wife... And you grab your MacBook and you're with your MacBook in your lap. all the time. Right. You don't you don't do that stuff. Right. So on my iPhone, it has no um, no. Uh, I can only access it on Wi-Fi. So at the at the office, not at my house. Uh-huh. Um, and my Nokia, my dumb phone, it just has my um, my uh, my SIM card, mm-hmm. and I can call with it. And some people text me. Yeah. You know, old school text, not WhatsApp or no. what, and. Um, and this for that's me the,
1: like the that's you're serious about texting then yeah you yeah, gotta yeah. Like, it takes like an hour L-L-L. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. it's
0: and this it's such a simple measure to change this but it changes everything for me yeah. it makes me a different person like there's it for me there's a big difference between uh doing it or not doing it and um and so when i go for a walk for an hour or two hours i'm literally yeah. just walking with myself and yeah of course I'm using my iPhone for music and podcasts mm-hmm. and books and all that stuff. But I you know, people can't reach me by the internet. And yeah. they can always call me because I have my dumb phone with me. Mm-hmm. So if there's a problem they can call me mm-hmm. and I'll pick up the phone. And um, so it's it's a simple hack and there are a few workarounds, but if you if you have it done if, if if it's done, you know, it's it's there's no problem. Right. And it's funny because you actually appreciate internet more when you do it. Mm-hmm. Because when I haven't been online for like three hours, if I've been walking or whatever, and then you go online, it's like ah, cool. Like like there's this this got these messages. and yeah, I'm this... always
1: amazed. Like you're never like you realize how little actually you miss.
0: Nothing. Nothing.
1: Like when you're up, you know, it's like yeah. very little that you miss. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you haven't checked for a few hours, or like I find
0: that when I'm flying over here even months sometimes so months yeah well for example facebook i don't have my password for my facebook profile okay i gave it to people that i trust yes and if i want to be on facebook i need to ask them to log in for me ah and um and so i haven't been on facebook for like i don't know four months or something right we do a lot of marketing on facebook Mm -hmm. that's on our page right and um but sometimes once every couple of months, I'm like, oh, let me let me log into Facebook and let me check what's going on. And literally after 30 minutes, I'm like, oh, I'm done, man. Like, mm. I just go through your tags and like go through a timeline and check some messages and whatever. And it's like after 30 minutes and literally after four months, 30 minutes done. Yeah. And um, and uh, so, and but same thing with Facebook. I, like, it's so addictive, man. It's so easy to just... Cause It's so amazingly built. Like every time you refresh, there's new, fresh content for you. And um, from yeah, it's it it, it's never old. It's never old. I did the math. Like I was looking at the thing.
1: I've been thinking about this. Like the way we mostly like access, um, Facebook with our phones. I think that's really the things I've found that on, um, the ads and stuff that I've been doing. Like the feedback or the stats show you that the majority of people are looking on their on their phone um, and you know we're already right now at in the in the u.s the ratio is every fifth every fifth like scroll is an ad yeah 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 so we're at like 20 yeah. percent of your news feed yeah is is advertising oh, the money they sponsored
0: make. the money they make yeah that's crazy
1: and so you think, wow, I just see these, you know, but all this, everything's, everything changes, you know, like yeah. I think that that's, I really do believe we've got like a few good years of the low price, because yeah. it's ridiculously yeah. low price yeah. now compared to yeah. direct mail or compared to TV yeah. or radio. Or and there are
0: more and adver- more advertisers and less content. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You see it inching up yeah. now like yeah. i've seen it because yeah
1: the difference between three years ago and now is is like, pretty dramatic yeah it's, it's probably, like 300 percent or whatever yeah i think so but even that that 300 percent, it was Nothing. really a good deal yeah. then yeah it's still a really good deal now yeah. and i think three years from now we're going to be agree. pining away i agree for remember the days when we get Opt-ins you know, for three euros. Opt-ins for three dollars. Yeah. That would be, I would take every single
0: yeah. one you could get. And now we're complaining like, yeah, they used to be like one buck. But that's exactly. Yeah. And
1: that's the thing now. Like I look at the, um. you know, I one of the big things I've been trying to get people to take is to think about their um, marketing spend as a capital investment. That's it. That's it. Rather than an expense. Yeah. That's it. And know that it's you know, rather than like an expense based approach to try and like recoup the spend, get your earnings per click up in that first thirty days or whatever, is to look at it that I just know that over the next five years it's gonna be better to have a thousand three dollar opt ins in your on your list than it would have three thousand dollars almost anywhere
0: else. Yeah, and that's a lot of people yeah. are looking like, where do where should we invest? Yeah, in what company should we invest? Which stocks? You're and old. if you if you got like a hundred thousand, yeah. you know, you want to invest, like buy like uh, buy thirty thousand opt-ins. Yes, as in advertise for a hundred thousand bucks, a hundred percent, and agreed. get thirty thousand new people on yeah. your list and yeah. and build a relationship. And yeah. if you have a good business, yes, it and. Like how how often do you have sales from people that signed up for your list seven years ago or twelve years ago? It's or... funny you
1: say seven years because I just came from London mm. last week. Mm. Arthur was there at the event, and he came. Uh, he's been on listening to Isle of Marketing for seven years. He yeah. said so I've listened almost from the beginning. Yeah. He said the other last uh, couple of years I've wanted to come and the dates I haven't worked out but uh, there he was yeah. 7 years yeah. later and Arthur's there you know because every week he gets all my emails that's it. you know that's it and they never leave no and i just look at that it's like so much there's so much um value in that there's, there's no metering of it like right now and I, for the foreseeable future i can't imagine how it'll change um You know, email wise is still, you know, sending emails to people is still, um, I think, the very best uh, Mm -hmm. communication. You know, we talk about, well, texting gets even higher rates, but I think you can't, nobody's like, you're not connecting, you're not uh, bonding and sending value through texting. I think email is still, where we get a lot of that good uh, stuff, and
0: yeah. but I do think there's a lot of opportunity with, for example, WhatsApp. Or yes, I agree with that. And... But
1: there, but for a specific purpose thing, I don't think it's it's not as not the same as like. It's... I don't know that. Where I, I don't think I would accept. And maybe I'm just thinking it through as I go here. Is there any example of people who are... Like I wouldn't... I send out three emails a week. Yeah. Right? And they're all
0: really valuable... Yeah. You can't do that on WhatsApp. Articles. No, you don't And do that's it. what I'm saying yeah. is that I don't think you would do that on WhatsApp. But it's funny because I've been thinking about WhatsApp a lot. Yeah. And so one of my insights a couple of months ago was like, what if we would... Because um, in, in Europe, everybody uses WhatsApp. Yeah. Like, like I don't know anybody who doesn't have WhatsApp mm-hmm. in, uh, in Holland. And... I thought, like, what if we would um, see WhatsApp as a social media channel? Yeah. Um, and provide content and yeah. provide good value, but also apply your teachings. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine the nine word. Yeah, what, that's WhatsApp where I think message. it can
1: work. Like a nine. We use it for we integrate texting into a communication yeah. sequence, yeah, yeah. but as a. A response mechanism or yeah, not, yep. not conveying information. Texting and WhatsApp, here's the difference is they're truly two way communications, yeah, right? Yeah. So, you're there, there's an urgency and a timeliness about it. Yeah. So, I think you want to revere that, be, um, you know, sort of respectful of that. Well, it,
0: yeah, but it also depends on how you market it. So, if you yeah. say, like, hey, give us your number and we will send you cool things every day on your WhatsApp yeah it's different as in hey can I get your number and then you start spamming them um, but most
1: of the things I think that if somebody's if they're gonna do that that it's almost like warrants having your own app with yeah. push notifications yeah because um, then you get the same yeah. you're showing up on the same screen I yeah. don't know
0: yeah I thought about it. like my, yeah. for example audio messages on WhatsApp yes it's such so easy to do yeah and uh, I don't know. I think it's a big opportunity, but I, we we haven't done anything with it yet. Mm-hmm. But Just paying
1: attention. I mean, we were talking last night about the um, Amazon, yeah, about Alexa, yeah, and Alexa skills and yeah. how that's really gonna, um, you know, be a big thing, yeah, coming forward, yeah,
0: yeah. Also, a good investment. is create like create amazing content take time to create amazing content yeah like and that's what i what i like about podcasting With podcasting it's it's forever yeah you're speaking my language yeah you record a podcast and it's there and it's it's similar it's it's different compared to um um uh video facebook instagram it it, it sort of disappears yes but with podcasting it's people go like so i have my dutch podcast and I think I got, like, 130 po- uh, episodes. Yes. And, um, like, two weeks ago, was this guy, and he he stumbled on my podcast, and he started with one, and he listened 130 episodes in, like, a week or two weeks. Yeah, we're a binge society. Yeah, and it's like, wow, this guy didn't know me, and now he listened to 130 of my yeah. rants. Yeah. And now he really knows me. Yes. And, like, trust everything. I think that goes a long way. And that... Doesn't really happen with video or any other platform. So podcasting is, it's super interesting. Yeah, and um, and it's it's really building. Well, I think
1: podcasting you get the purest form of attention. Yeah, because what you get is you get the full attention of the mind. Yeah, you know, whereas if somebody's watching a video, they have to. You're holding them hostage in a way, right? Like their body has to be there too. Yeah, Yeah, but if they are, um. You know, if they're doing that, then uh, what you don't get is if, if they're doing that, when I'm watching videos often, if you're required that, I'll often be visually surfing on other things yeah, unless yeah. the video requires like, yeah. unless there's something to be offered visually. Yeah. But what we're doing right now like this, if somebody, if this was a video of just us talking like this, that's not adding any value to it, no. you know. So no. it's like a lower level of of attention in yeah. a way, right? Yeah. But where the audio, when people are driving or walking yeah. or you know whatever, yeah, yeah, I think that's a um,
0: that's a really interesting. Yeah. And you build a sequence. You can like because I think I I made over a thousand YouTube videos in my career, but like the last 980 videos like they're they're lost like it's yeah. not like eh but my podcast yeah that's something i'm proud of that's yeah. part of my legacy mm-hmm. and um yeah look i mean that's i that's a footprint right like yeah. i've got
1: 340 something uh, i love marketing yeah. podcasts yeah. and uh just past 100 um on my more cheese less whiskers podcast yeah and I had maybe 150 marketing monday yeah. podcast before you think of all of those hours yeah. of stuff but what i've been really the most excited about is i've been calling experimenting and doing something that i call the moo method mm. multiplied oral output yeah and that i you know i think that part of the value of the podcasting is as a medium for capturing and digitizing your ideas, your thoughts, there's no faster bandwidth way to get stuff out of your head into a digital format than through your mouth. So true. Right? Yeah. Faster than typing. Yeah. Faster than yeah. anything else until we can figure out how to just hook a hose up to your brain and, and transfer the, the thoughts without you having to even say them. Yeah. But with that said... Once you've done that, the life of that audio now has so many multiplied uses. I mean, the podcast for certain, but then the transcript of that fuels emails, blog posts, you know, Twitter, uh, social media things something for everyone. It's like you get this big Christmas. Ham and you can carve it all up in yeah. different ways and this goes to uh, you create memes, you create infographics, yeah. you can create derivatives, you create illustrated videos that go with it all from yeah. all from the um that audio, yeah. that oral output yeah it's just like man, that's yeah and you create books from yeah. that. I mean yeah. yeah, look at Tim Ferris's last two books all straight from the podcast yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's so simple man like now with the iphone it's the audio is amazing like when you record on your iphone yes it's this really great great quality yeah even when you're in a car driving it's still great quality When you think about cloudlandia i mean you
1: it's so amazing when you think about what comes with Your citizenship to Cloudlandia. This is your, your iPhone is your passport to Cloudlandia, your citizenship. Yeah. That what comes with it. Imagine if you, you know, 100 years ago, you arrive in America and you get your citizenship. And along with it, you get a television station and a radio station and a newspaper. Yeah. And you get a mail service that you can mail to every other citizen of Cloudlandia yeah. for free. Yeah. As long as they know you. You yeah. can uh, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. You, yeah. You have a fleet of cars yeah. stationed. Yeah. I tell people that all the time. Yeah, I yeah, joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. I keep a fleet of cars just stationed yeah. around the world. You so have so thousands that, of restaurants, yeah. private restaurants. Exactly. Yeah, 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 it's it's so funny when you think about yeah. how much how great life is! So, Do you know what it would have taken even just to get to Amsterdam uh, once in my lifetime? Yeah, a hundred years ago. Yeah, would have had to come across on a boat, mm. right? I mean,
0: that shit cray.
1: That shit cray. That's exactly <laughs> right. I would not have been coming every year. You know, I like comfort. Yeah.
0: A, yeah, 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 man. So. Last year we last year this time a little earlier we were at Chip Gordon. Yes, in, very uh, exciting in Maui. Yeah, what did you get out of it?
1: Well, it was so nice to see him in his own in, in his environment. Yeah, you know, like to see because we saw it in the movie and yeah. see the you know the pregame sitting, show. Yeah, we're sitting there right in the in the same yeah. house that's there, and he's just like that in real in real life. Yeah, um, just a super. Uh, Super guy, yeah. and I mean, even you know, you think about it though. There are um, th- even the people that were there with us, yeah. um, Shep's friends yeah. that were there. Everybody, it's just like
0: instant, instant connection. Yeah. yeah, they came to uh, Amsterdam as well. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Yeah, no, that was beautiful. That is just cool, man. Like that's what I like about life. Like really yeah. meeting meeting amazing people. Mm-hmm. And having great conversations and good yeah. food and,
1: well, that's the thing is the world is smaller for sure.
0: Yeah, it's so simple. now yeah. than it was. Yeah. It's ever been. I was in. Um, we went to Curacao uh, like last month or two months ago for two weeks with the family, and we brought some friends. And then I had two weeks in the states scheduled, as you know. Like we had a we had an appointment, and um, I went to the states. I was in Miami for two days, and I was like. Man, I don't. I'm not feeling it right now. I just, I just want to be in Amsterdam. I just want to be with the family and to get to work and go to the gym again. And mm-hmm. and that evening, I was back on the plane. Mm-hmm. Like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah. And um and that's the thing. Like, a lot of things that happen, they're not a big deal anymore. Right. Like you can miss a flight, or like your your car can be broken down, or all that stuff. Yeah. It's not a big deal because there's there's solutions for all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And. Um, so yeah, we're really, really spoiled. I think that that's a skill set that we have to really get from is
1: get to the point where we're able to uh, be better at articulating what we want. Yeah. What is is a big thing now, you yeah. know. Yeah, I've been using this service called Get Magic, and they I was in Toronto, and uh, Quest Love had his new book. I showed you the yeah. uh, the book had come out a couple of weeks ago. And it was just released and it was a beautiful Saturday morning and I'm sitting at a cafe in Yorkville, in Toronto, where I was telling you to, to, you were on your way to come and spend uh, 10 days or whatever there before you decided to go back to Amsterdam. But so I was sitting in in a cafe there and, you know, the biggest bookstore in Canada is maybe, you know, half a mile from, from there, like not very far, a nice, uh, Nice walk But I thought You know what I'm having such a nice time Just sitting here At this uh, cafe And I knew Saturday The bookstore would be busy And stuff So I I texted Magic And I say Can you call ahead To the bookstore To the Indigo uh, bookstore Can you reserve two copies of, Of Questlove's book for me And pay for it in advance So I can just go in And pick it up and I'll be in. I'll go in to pick it up. So then I just sat there at the cafe for another thirty minutes, yeah. and then get the text back in <clears throat> fifteen minutes and say, you know, okay, I set everything up for you. You just go see Aziz when you get there. And that's text and magic.
0: Get magic. Oh, get magic. Yeah, I think we have a similar service here. It's called You Butler. Okay. Yeah. It's like your personal it's so great. Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. It, yeah. Right? It does everything for you.
1: So that kind of thing, like. I've used them for anything like that like where you start to really realize like to capture all of those moments like I think you realize that time is time yeah. there's no kind of distinction between personal and the and business time kind of thing or yeah. people feel like they're much more inclined to uh use services for business stuff but not for personal stuff or yeah. it seems decadent or yeah, it seems uh, yeah. yeah but I look at it just those things like all those little things saved like first of all I know for certain that they had the books yeah right so I didn't walk over there and not find it yeah. and I didn't have to wait They didn't have to go search for it and then wait in line and and all that stuff yeah. so it was nice to have that uh, that of thing done. Yeah. I do that same thing. I would want to go to a movie, and they have reserved seating and stuff. So <laughs> they'll book um, movie tickets, yeah. and you know, just zap them to your phone. Yeah, it's so, like it's because it removes all the friction from deciding that you want something yeah. to actually making it happen. Yeah. It removes all the friction when yeah. you can just articulate what it is. Yeah. And I think that as AIs really come in and and th- things like Alexa get better and start to really learn you and know your preferences and that combination of um maybe human and like texting, you know, I never talk to anybody from magic. Mm. It's all
0: texting. Yeah. It's like
1: this magic wish button. You yeah. Know?
0: Yeah. And it's also, for example, if you want to send a book to a friend yeah. or flowers to somebody mm-hmm. or whatever, it's just one text. Yeah, and they look up the address and everything. Yeah. It's like literally in like three minutes you can sell, you can send seven, seven um, books to seven different people, and yes. it's done. Yes. And uh, but like do it yourself, even on Amazon or whatever, it's a hassle. Right, twenty minutes, and exactly, and now it's just an idea, and like a couple of seconds later. I often send. You're talking about my my
1: Lillian, is my assistant. So I'll send a, I'll often like if I'm look if I see something online that I want, or I see a Facebook ad, or I see some kind of something that I decide that I want, um, and I don't want to go through the process of like ordering it. I'll just take a quick screen cap and send the. Text the picture to Lillian and say, "Hey, can you get that for me?" Yeah, I'll do the same thing with hotels or any any of the travel stuff. This is what I want. Yeah, book that. Yeah, and that's like this snapping that picture settles the matter. I don't have to do anything else.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, cool, man. So, what are you excited for uh, for the next three days? I'm very excited to see both uh, the what the new people
1: have going on. Yeah. But I'm really excited to see what's been happening with the people who were here yeah last year yeah. and then with Azamat it was here 2 years ago. Yeah. to see what's uh what's been happening. Yeah. It's always fun to see the evolution. Yeah. of it. True. You know, yeah. see the results that people are getting. Yeah. I yeah. love that.
0: Yeah. And um in closing what like what what's I think I know, but what are you most excited about right now? Like or yeah. I'm most
1: excited about just. I'm in a good place right now. Mm. I think you know we we're sharing that this this m- multiplied oral output, the Moo method, you know, just really doing. Where I'm in a situation where the thing that I do is talk, mm. and it's stunning, actually, how much the free time you have when you really get down to the essence of what it is yeah. that you do and don't get caught up in doing anything other than that yeah it's just like it took a little while to kind of like get over the sort of um i don't know what the right word is but i'm not guilt but not like yeah. just awareness of yeah. i feel like i should be doing more but it's really like we're, i'm doing less but we're doing more yeah it's kind of a uh yeah. th- that's a great uh i like a that. great I mean, joy
0: it's, it's um and the thing with that because when i think about that like when if I could just run my business by just talking, yeah, that would be amazing, I,
1: and that's it. That's yeah. possible. Yeah,
0: I see that. That's what else do you possibly do? That well, I yeah, mean, for, well my my only thing with that is like uh, copywriting, for example, or creating an offer. Yeah, but even that you can do it. Like you can outsource it. You can yeah. have discussions with somebody. You see, have that's them, the thing yeah. is we get
1: arrogant that we think that exactly only we're the only ones that can write yeah. copy. And, yeah, and I think that that's. Um, yeah, I was starting to see that, that mm. there are people, if you had the right conversation, that you can guide the concept of the copy oh man, and guide the, the message and what it's going to actually be. Mm. And then just coach it out, you know, that that's without having to write. I just realized, man, I'm, I, it's so, I get, uh,
0: you know, I don't like to sit down and, and write. Me neither. Yeah. I hate it. But I could talk all day. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, like if you can really have somebody who this is
1: who to have the conversations with. That's, that's true. That's really what it is. That's you know?
0: true. i would say to people, it's like
1: finding. I was my big shift has been. I have to kind of remember where we started talking about things, but like, you know, thinking always who and not how. Yeah, and that is really that's such a big difference. Yeah. You know, if you have you're really only two or three who's away from total freedom yeah. in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And if you have the right who, they're going to figure out all the how. Yeah. And yeah. All that stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah, even with 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 big offers or whatever, yeah. it's just if you have somebody who can if you brainstorm with them yeah. and yeah, it's true. It's true.
1: And I mean, I've been such using I don't mind writing like short no. conversational emails. Yeah. And that's really the thing is I've really sort of we're in a great spot right now where we can compartmentalize all of the things, uh, you know, like looking, I call it, you know, our on our eight profit activators, profit activator three is educate and motivate, yeah. right? So all of that stuff, all the bulk of everything is that's where it's carrying all the weight is yeah. in that yeah. where after somebody listens to you for a hundred episodes of rants like that they know what you're all about they know you they like you they trust you that now all you need to say is hey i'm doing this thing would you like to join us you don't have to write the long copy to take somebody from cold all the way through you know that's another value of building a list and and really getting to know them investing in bonding with them because at any given time you've got people who have risen to the top that they're ready now for whatever they're already convinced that you can help them. Yeah. You just need to lay out how make the offer. Yeah.
0: That's going to get them to say, yeah, Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Cool, man. So I look forward to, uh, the next three days
1: yes me too
0: and next podcast is going to be in a year or a year okay that's right wouldn't that be great yeah let's yeah let's do that that's right cool man thanks for coming okay thanks man.